The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guest and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Positive Living right here on voiceamerica.com. This is the program that shows you how to turn your obstacles into opportunities and your problems into solutions and definitely how to make your dreams come true. And that's what we're doing today. And we have a terrific guest to talk about all this with us. You can give us a call right here on Voice America, and you can give us a call at 866-472-5787. Okay, today my guest is Kenneth D. Foster, who's the author of the acclaimed best-selling book, Ask and You Will Succeed, a book filled with the extraordinary questions that will change your life. For the past 15 years, Kenneth has researched and developed high-velocity formulas for accelerating one's personal and professional success. And this is a very comprehensive book. Kenneth Foster is a visionary. He's a founder of two leading companies in the personal and professional development world, Premier Coaching and Shared Vision Network. And he really tells you how to take charge of your life. He's written many books. Again, his newest book is Ask and You Will Succeed, 1001 Extraordinary Questions to Create Life-Changing Results. Welcome, Kenneth. Thank you so much, Patricia. It's great to be on the show today. Thank you. All right. You help, pe- <clears throat> you help people manage change. What do you think is going to happen with this economy and how can people deal with it? Well, I'm not sure what's going to happen with the economy. I'm not sure anybody really knows the answers to that. Every day we're up, we're down. Uh, some positive things come out. Some negative things come out. But what we can do <clears throat> is we can take back control of our individual destinies and our individual lives. And we do that by the questions that we ask, the actions we take, and we're going to be talking a lot about that today. Okay. If you're on speakerphone, if you could get onto a regular uh, phone, that would be much better because I'm hearing some echoing. Oh, no, I'm not on the speakerphone at all. All right. Okay. Well, then we'll just move on. Um, You know, there are a lot of people worried about losing their jobs and worried about the economy. What do you say to them? Well, I ask them first of all, uh, to look at the current reality. And what I know to be true is you know, over the last several years of working with hundreds of individuals that have changed their lives in dire circumstances, that the answers that they need to, uh, to be able to move their life in a new direction all are within themselves. And people say, well, they're within me, but like where within me? Well, most people don't understand how to use the power of the mind to really tap into the source of all power, which lies right within you. And what I like to use the analogy, Patricia, is the analogy of, a, of a, an iceberg. And so above the uh, water is the tip of the iceberg. It's just a small portion that shows, and that's really the conscious mind. And below the surface is the 
a larger part of the iceberg, and that's the subconscious mind. Now, the conscious, subconscious mind is everything you've experienced in this lifetime and, in my belief, other lifetimes, but it, that's below the surface. So we can tap into that by asking questions or going through hypnosis. There's lots of ways to tap into the subconscious mind. And then there's the superconscious mind, and that's the ocean. Now, the superconscious mind is where the answers to all of your greatest challenges are, are found, and most people don't really realize how to tap into that, but we all have the ability to tap into that. I know Einstein once said, ask a question. <clears throat> he asked the question, what would it be like to write a light beam of light? And he asked that question for, what, uh, 10 years, I think somebody told me. And that and a few other questions. But at the end of that, he came up with a special theory of relativity, E equals MC squared. Now, are we all Einsteins? Absolutely, when we learn how to use the power of the mind. All right, well, let's talk about that. Let's be very specific about losing the power of, using the power of your mind. And one of the things I'd like you to tap into is you have interviewed over 120 millionaires. So let's talk about what they have in common in terms of using the power of their mind. Okay, let's do that. So the interviews that I conducted were not with just people that made a bunch of money because that's been done before, and I was looking to interview individuals that were what I called wealthy millionaires. In other words, they weren't just wealthy with their financial life. They had wealth in all areas of their life, in their personal lives, in their with their families, with their careers, with their uh, their lifestyles and where they traveled to. These people were contributors, people that gave back to individuals, not just held all their riches for themselves and tried to make more money. So those are the people I interviewed. And what I found out is that they had a few commonalities in place. Number one, all of them that I interviewed were meditators. They all had learned to use the power of concentration to focus their attention on their spiritual eye and go deep within themselves into consciousness to find out who they are and what they were all about. And so they, they all had that in common. Now, number two, they knew that everything counts. Everything we do here in this world matters. There's, a rea- there's cause and effect here. The way that we show up in the morning determines how our day goes. The questions that we ask ourselves determine who's go, who we're going to empower or disempower. They, they help us focus our minds so they, they know that everything counts. Their actions, whether they're contributing to another human being or to holding on to themselves, it all counts. The, the uh, other qualities that I saw of these people is that they were all contributors. They all gave back. They came from a place of abundance. They didn't come from a place of trying to hold on for themselves. They came from a place of wanting to give back to everybody they, they came in contact with, which was amazing to me. And yet they were financially very successful. So they had figured out the laws of success. One of the laws of success is that to give first to receive back for themselves. And what often happens, Ken, is that people are afraid to give because they're afraid that if they give, they're losing some of what they already have. Isn't that the truth? You know, I had uh, somebody contact me today, and uh, my company, one of my companies, Shared Vision Network, excuse me, markets for uh, authors, speakers, and trainers. We help entrepreneurs to grow their businesses and grow their lives. And uh, somebody uh, contacted me, and they said, hey, I'd like you to uh, send to your uh, your affiliates for us. And And I thought, well, okay, that's, yeah, no problem. We can talk about that. 
And I said, do you have an affiliate list? Now, affiliates are people that send out emails, in this case, to, uh, to their own list. And they said, yeah, sure. And I said, well, listen, I'll tell you what. I will give you, how about we do this? I'll give you a copy of my affiliate list, and you share your affiliate list with me, and we'll, we'll be able to grow each other's list. And that person went, they really had to think about that for a long time. That was a big thought for them. And I said, but I said, listen, we're probably marketing to a lot of the same people already. You're going to be able to grow your list. I'm going to be able to grow mine, and everybody's going to win here. Mm-hmm. And they finally went, okay. Now, a lot of people would never do that in business. Oh, my gosh, you can't. You've got to hold it all to yourself. No, I believe in the principles of abundance. And you know what? The right people will receive those emails at the right, at the right time, and hopefully I've been able to contribute to their lives to do that. That's how I think. And, and, it, and it works uh, time and time again, and uh, the like again, the millionaires that I interviewed are all people that contribute back, and they grow their businesses by helping other people grow their business. And do they also take risks? In other words, they vision it, they see it, and they'll take a risk. They'll take a jump. They'll take a big jump. I, I remember uh, a few years back when Judy, my wife, and I <clears throat> were thinking about growing our shared vision company, and at the time we had one little chapter. We were networking with people, and and I came to Judy and I said, Judy, you know, we can take this company global. And she looked at me like I was a little off my rocker. And I said, no, we really can do this. Listen, we won't know how to do it. We're just going to take steps to do this. Mm-hmm. But let's set a goal up to create 100 chapters in 100 cities. And she said, all right, we'll do that. Not a week later, I was jogging in my favorite jogging uh, area in Del Mar, California. And I came across a guy by the name of Robert Allen. Now, Robert Allen was, uh, I didn't know who he was at the time, but he had uh, written a couple best-selling books at the time. And uh, he had just partnered with another guy, a guy by the name of Mark Victor Hansen. Yes, well, no, and, well. Uh, so Mark and Robert had partnered together, and I told Robert my vision, and he says, you know what? We're doing the same thing. We're growing 100 chapters of this Enlightened Millionaire program at the time across the nation. Why don't we team together? So just by growing our vision, Judy and I ended up traveling with Mark and Robert uh, for a summer all around the nation, growing our businesses and growing our dream, just because we expanded our dream and we were willing to take action around it. But you also believed, Ken, that you could make it happen. You know, that's a really big piece for a lot of people, and that's a piece that a lot of people don't get. But I want to share this with you because it's really simple how to build self-confidence. And I learned this years ago, and I apply it consistently in my life. There's two predominant ways that we build self-confidence and self-esteem. One is through positive self-talk. When we're talking to ourselves that we can do this, this is okay. We, we are, I say, I'm a child of God. I'm unstoppable. I'm more dangerous than danger. I will make this happen. So I start, I'm very positive and gentle with the way I talk to myself. The other way we build self-esteem is by making commitments to ourselves or others and actually competing them, or completing them. Now, how do we tear down esteem or confidence? We do it the same way. We have negative self-talk going on. Oh, I don't think I can do this. Oh, I don't think I deserve this. Oh, that's way too big for me. Gosh, I, I don't know. Everybody else can do it but not me. Or we make commitments to ourselves and we don't keep them. So it's very simple how to build our esteem, and it happens over over time, and it's a little bit at a time, but everybody can turn this around and right. start making positive. And you're positive. saying, again, yeah. small steps at a time. Small steps, small steps, absolutely. Okay, all right, we're going to take a break, and before we do, 
Um, I want to tell folks, my guest is Kenneth D. Foster. He's a successful entrepreneur and business coach. He's the founder of Premier Coaching and the CEO of Shared Vision Network, a professional development network for soulful entrepreneurs. He's considered one of the top success coaches in the nation and has helped thousands of people unearth their truest desires, defining their ultimate vision, discover their true purpose, achieve at higher levels, and create lives filled with abundance and happiness. You can log on to premiercoaching.com. And his book that we're talking about today is Ask and You Will Succeed, 1,001 Extraordinary Questions to Create Life-Changing Results. And again, the question is, are you living the life you deserve? And again, you can log on to um, Kenneth Foster's website at premier, P-R-E-M-I-E-R, coaching.com. Okay, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some of these questions that Ken talks about in his book uh, in all areas, from money to career to dreams to personal development to contribution to self-care, and uh, it's very fascinating. So, again, do take a look at the book at premiercoaching.com, and write to me, Patricia at patriciaraskin.com. would love to put you on my mailing list, and I do several radio programs on positive living. have been doing this work about 25 years, always as an entrepreneur and pioneer believing that we have to show how we can turn our obstacles into opportunities and our problems into solutions. Stay tuned. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin right here on voiceamerica.com. I'm going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy to understand tools and tips with his weekly guests jim draws from successes with professionals college high school and youth teams coaches and players learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure tension and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with championship thinking every tuesday at 4 p.m pacific time right here on america's voice voice america hey dad what i can't get the ketchup bottle open Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, everyone. We are back. You're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin right here on VoiceAmerica.com. You know, as I always say to people, this is a program that helps you turn your obstacles into opportunities and your problems into solutions and really make your dreams come true. I started with Voice America at the beginning of Internet Radio, was always a pioneer both in the media, and started about seven years ago, and they started with maybe 20 shows on Voice America, and the Internet has grown so much that now there are probably 250 or 300 shows. 
And so it's, um, it's very exciting to see that we can bring this kind of programming to network radio as well as to the Internet, and it, it's so very important. And today we're just continuing along the same vein. My guest is Kenneth C. Foster, whose book is Ask and You Will Succeed, 1001 Extraordinary Questions to Create Life-Changing Results. Kenneth Foster is a successful entrepreneur and business coach. He's the founder of Premier Coaching and CEO of Share Vision Network, a professional development network for soulful entrepreneurs. He's considered one of the top success coaches in the nation and has helped thousands unearth their truest desires to find their ultimate vision, vision their true purpose, achieve at higher levels, and create lives filled with abundance and happiness. You can log on to premiercoaching.com. And welcome back, Ken. Thank you so much. Tell us the other website that people can log on to. Well, to purchase the book, they can go to asksucceed.com, A-S-K-S-U-C-C-E-E-D.com. Okay. All right. And, folks, you can give us a call if you're listening live on the 24th of August between 2 and 3 p.m. Eastern and 11 and noon a.m. Pacific at 866-472-5787. Okay. Um, Let's talk about creating change in our behavior or thoughts. And in your book, which is really... Outstanding. You talk about from life purpose and then many questions to grow your own yourself. Boundary questions, questions about your thinking, questions about your business. So how do we start to change our thinking? Well, the first way we start to change is, is getting in touch with current reality. What's going on with you? You know, your greatest thinking has got you right where you are. So if you look into your career, you look around at your career, you say, okay, my greatest thinking got me where I am in my career, for better or not. You know, where you live, well, the people that you have in your life, your friends, your associates, all of this is through your greatest thinking. So listen, it's either working for you or it's not working for you. But the way to, to change, to really change, is that you've got to get in touch with your own truth. You know, if you don't make an effort to know truth, to per- perceive it beneath the veils that hide it, you will not discover your own real nature and therefore remain at the mercy of outside forces forever. In my work, Patricia, what we try to do is help people get in touch with What's, what their stop-start patterns are all about. They start making uh, money, they stop. They start with a great job, the job ends. The start, they start with a wonderful relationship, the relationship goes away. Why is that? Well, we look forward, and I, and I help them with a series of questions to go within themselves to get their own answers. I don't have their answers. You don't have their answers. We have some signposts to point them in that direction, but they have their own answers in them and within them. And if people are willing to get real, really honest with themselves and look at what's working, what's not working, and where I can improve and be willing to do the inner work that it takes, then their life gets better, and it gets better permanently. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you ask some really deep questions in this book, Ken. I mean, if you know, you could take a long time to answer each one. I mean, there, there are so, as you said, it's a thousand and one questions, and they're deep questions. You know, what habits would you like to change? What are the five top reasons to develop new empowering beliefs? I mean, and they take a long time to answer. They're not easy questions. Well, it took a long time to to write the book, too, because what what I did was um, work with individual clients and in group uh, sessions over an eight-year period to actually come up with the questions. And what I found is that there's four types of questions that we normally ask ourselves. One is positive questions. What's good about this? What am I grateful for? 
uh, how can I make this work in a, in a positive way? Negative questions, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with this process uh, or critical uh, thinking? Uh, neutral questions uh, like how's the weather? And then there's enlightened questions, and those are the questions that you just mentioned, a couple of them, like what's my life purpose or what has to happen for me to change my negative habits that might not be at the tip of our – you have to go deeper than the conscious or subconscious mind a lot of times. You've got to go into the superconscious. Now, why do I keep saying go to the superconscious? There was a movie out a while back called The Secret. There's a lot of information out there about the laws of success. And you know what? Those are really uh, – they really touched uh, on the first steps of manifestation. It's a really good work. And, you know, if you program the subconscious mind – for success, if you, you vision your new car and you start to think about it and you go sit in it and drive it around, you're, you're putting that into the subconscious mind, chances are you're going to learn how to, you're going to manifest those things. But listen, that doesn't guarantee you permanent and lasting gain. What we want in my work is to help you get permanent and lasting change and permanent and lasting gains in your life. We don't do that at the level of the subconscious. You've got to go deeper. And when we go tap into those deeper realms of consciousness, you really find out, what, for instance, what has been stopping your, your success. Maybe you're having challenges with money. Maybe that's a pattern in your life. Your whole life you can look back and you go, wow, you know, even in my 20s I had problems, in my 30s. Um, you know, um, maybe you're having challenging relationship. You know, the, the great, you've had wonderful relationships, but they seem to just go away. Or they start out really great and then they, they end very terribly. Maybe same thing with career. Whatever it is for you, uh, maybe you have a challenge with, with um, uh, upset or emotional. Uh, you're, you're wondering, how come I'm so emotional? I create so much drama in my life or I've got a problem with anger. All of those can be tapped and can be changed not by reprogramming the subconscious mind, like I'm not angry, I'm not angry, I'm not angry, or I'm a great Not by doing that, but taking it deeper into deeper realms of consciousness. Mm-hmm. And we do that by, through, ah. you're saying, answering these deep questions. Ah, so we do this by this. <laughs> there's a couple ways, there's three ways that I predominantly like to tap into the subconscious, superconscious mind. One is, the first one is you touched on it, by asking a question and actually staying in that question until we get the answer. Our society is a very dyslexic society. I mean, just, you know, people turn on the TV and change the channel and change the channel and change the channel. That's kind of how they do their life, a lot of people. They change jobs, relationships, and everything else rather quickly. So what you want to do is stay in the question. So if you ask a question, for instance, um, let's say you're working on uh, boundaries. You've got some boundary issues, um, you know, and you ask a question, uh, where are people taking advantage of you? Or uh, what areas of your life seem to be out of control? Or um, where are you maybe uh, uh, giving too much of your time, energy, and effort? So you start to take a, a look at that. And you start to ask those questions, not once, not twice. It may take two or 300 times to actually get the answer. In fact, a good friend of mine, Mark Victor Hansen and Jack Canfield, they had a story they told me one day that when they were coming up for the title of their new book, they asked what would be a, a, best, a mega best-selling book title. And they asked it two or 300 times, and they came up with Chicken Soup for the Soul. Mm. But they stayed in the question until they got the answer. Another uh, person that I really admire is Stephen Jobs of Apple Computer. Yeah. 
And now he, he stays in the question. He stayed in the question for his entire life, at least the last 30 years. And the question that he asked himself, now here's the guy that is the founder of Apple Computer. So what does he do? He asks himself, what we call that introspection, okay? He's asking himself a question every day. And the question he asks is, if today were the last day of my life, would I want to do what I'm about to do today? Now, imagine asking yourself that question every day. Your life would actually change, wouldn't it? Ask that question again. Okay, the question is, if today were the last day of my life, Mm -hmm. would I want to do, or would I choose to do, I I might reframe it, but he said, would I want to do what I'm about to do today? Mm. Mm. So, it is going, so that's the first step is introspection. The second way we do this is through contemplation, right? We're contemplating, we're using our power of reason to go deeper and deeper. So, for instance, if you ask a question, uh, let's say, what, what has to happen for me to feel good today? And you might, it might come up with, well, um, I could take a bike ride. Okay. And then you say, well, let me contemplate on that. If I take a bike ride, let me see, maybe that's, it's a little warm out there today. I might be sweating. It might not be the right day for the bike ride. What if I went out and just did a walk today? Well, maybe that would, let me think about that. So you're actually using the mind to contemplate. You're just using your reason to come up with, and a lot of us, you know, we're so used to responding and reacting to the environments that we really don't take the time to use our reason. Well, but don't you also think, Ken, that people don't, uh, they want the instant answer, so if it's not coming and they're having to sit for two weeks or three weeks or even more than that and it just isn't coming yet, they're afraid it's not going to be there. Yeah, I, I understand that because that's happened for me many, many times. In fact, in, um, in, some, um, uh, in some major things. But here's what I've learned to do, and this is what I like to teach people, is even though you're in a place right now where you are feeling uncomfortable, let's say. Let's say you just lost your job, you're not working right now, and you're feeling uncomfortable. You're feeling like, oh, my world is collapsing. I can't make the mortgage payment or the credit card bills or the people are calling or whatever is going on in your life. You need to learn how to be uncomfortable and be okay with it. And what I mean by this is that it might be you're uncomfortable sitting there with that, but you need to be even a little, take yourself out of your comfort zone of sitting there uncomfortable and actually do something that's going to be, put you in a state where you are going to raise your own bar. You're going to raise your own standard. What I've found over example, the years in working with hundreds example, of people, is, give us an great? example of that. Okay, yeah, again, I'm going to give you an example. What I found is that individuals that, well, let me, let me finish my statement. If you're in a place where things aren't working for you, then it's a call for you to, to step into your power, to bring forth more of your, your uh, physical, mental, spiritual power to being. For example, if you're an athlete and you are trying to run a marathon, and let's say you start out there and you, um, you haven't ever run a marathon before, and you run the first day uh, one mile. And then the next uh, week you're going to step it up to two miles, but it's going to feel really uncomfortable for you to do that because you've never done it before. But you have to use your willpower. You have to use your won't power. I won't quit. I will move forward. 
to be able to actually sustain it to get yourself to the next level. And it's very uncomfortable to do that. Um, running for me taught me those, those, that exact uh, experience taught me how to stay uncomfortable until I can get to the point where I'm at the next level. All right. So, and, and another example would be this, Patricia. If somebody is out there right now and they're, they're having a challenge with money, first thing I ask them to do is that introspect, ask themselves what are their strengths, abilities, gifts, and talents, get really connected with that. Then, then I ask them to put a list together of what you love to do, what you would really do, and then I ask them if you had no limits, what would you really be doing and whatever that is, I ask them to go out there and now make the telephone calls to go out and start to contact those companies uh, or the individuals that might be doing what they're already doing and stretch themselves, get uncomfortable. All right, we're going to take a break. My guest is Kenneth Foster. His book is Ask and You Will Succeed, 1,001 Extraordinary Questions to Create Life-Changing Results. AskSucceed.com is the website. We have another segment left. You can certainly call us at... You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are, or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time here on VoiceAmerica.com. I can take care of myself. I can make a peanut butter sandwich. I can brush my teeth and I can give myself a bath. I can walk home alone from school. I can pick dinner from the trash behind the deli. I can watch the baby for the whole weekend. I can keep a baseball bat by my bed just in case there's trouble. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. If you're in jail, who'll be there to take care of your family? Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. Looking for a good time? We've got a show that will give you a wild ride. This show will make you feel good. And it's not even bad for you. You need your time to let loose. It's time for a feel-good party. Pull up to the computer, mix yourself a drink, and turn up the speakers. Happy Hour is here. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, it's called the biggest radio show in the world. Hosted by international personality and pundit Michael DeMarco. You don't know what's coming next. The biggest radio show in the world on Voice America. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. We're talking about success and how you can get there. My guest is Kenneth D. 
Foster, who is a successful entrepreneur and business coach. He's founder of Premier Coaching and CEO of Share Vision Network, a professional development network for soulful entrepreneurs. He's considered one of the top success coaches in the nation and has helped thousands of people unearth their truest desires to find their ultimate vision, discover their true purpose, achieve at higher levels, and create lives filled with abundance and happiness. And his newest book is Ask and You Will Succeed, 1,001 Extraordinary Questions to Create Life-Changing Results. And you can log on to AskSucceed.com. Welcome back, Ken. Thanks so much, Patricia. Okay, so your best advice, and we've talked about this, but your best advice on overcoming problems and adversity. I mean, you've talked a lot about this in stages. Uh, some more advice. Well, yeah, let, let's let's talk about that. Let me put it in a new in a new direction. Um, as I mentioned earlier, first of all, evaluate where you are. What's current reality? Where are you in all areas of your life, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, in your career, in your home life, in your family life, with your friendships? Evaluate your life. A scale of one to ten. Where are you? Okay. Next is get get in touch with uh, what your goals are in life. Get in touch with what you want to really accomplish in this lifetime. And, you know, with goals, I think that most people don't set goals the way that they, they really ought to. I believe that all goals should be written in the first person I am. In other words, I am creating $5,000 or more income by February 1st, uh, 19, or, uh, February, or excuse me, November 1st, 2009. Um, and then the next piece of this is where everybody stops. And that is, I talked earlier about programming the subconscious mind and or, or the superconscious mind, bringing forth what's in our soul, what's in our spirit. <clears throat> Ask yourself, why is it important for me to accomplish that goal? When you can really get to the core essence of you, when you go, this is why I'm doing this no matter what, mm-hmm. you might have to write it out 25 reasons why it's important for you. But once you get it, you'll have some passion around it. And next, and then I ask people, what are you willing to give or give up to accomplish this goal? And next, I ask them if there's anything that would stop them from manifesting this goal. So they get in touch with their own blocks. They, you know, most people know their own blocks to success. They know if they procrastinate. They know if they overcommit. They know if they're in overwhelm. They know if, if they don't know how to manage their emotions correctly. So ask them yourself, what is it that might stop you? And then next, Write out a minimum of 10 actions that you're committed to do to accomplish that goal no matter what. So that will help you create some momentum and direction. But, you know, there's another piece that we haven't really talked about, uh, Patricia, that I'd like to mention on this call, and that is we talked about the introspection piece and the contra- uh, um, contemplation piece, but we didn't take a talk about the meditation piece. Okay, before we do that, though, I want to go back for a minute, Ken. And when you were talking about, you know, writing out your goals and, and, and action steps, don't you think a big part of that is finding mentors? people who will work with you? Uh, mentors are the only way that we're going to really succeed in life. And I, I like to say a quick story about mentors because I believe in uh, people surrounding themselves with not only mentors but also with teams around themselves and people that love you and want to support you. I worked with uh, an actor, Dennis Weaver, <clears throat> a few years back. This is uh, Dennis uh, came to myself and my wife and. He had a company by the name of uh, Colonomics. Now, Dennis had uh, performed in over 80 movies, was the uh, Screen Actors Guild president for many, many years, was well-connected in Hollywood with his friends, and had never really heard about a mastermind concept. So we talked about it, and I said, Dennis, I'd like you to put together 
your friends on a conference call, and we're going to all ask those friends to support you. And he was really hesitant about this. But I said, just trust me. So he put his friends on the call, and the first uh, first call we had, uh, I think 30 or 35 people came up, and they all, Dennis kind of led it along with me, and we guided them to start giving him ideas how to support and take his company, Economics, into the world in a much bigger way. In the second call, the following week, somebody came onto the call and they said, Dennis, I'm going to see Bill Clinton the next day. Mm. And uh, Dennis said, well, that's good, but I don't know Bill Clinton. And, and somebody else said, well, why don't we write a letter to, from you, Dennis, to Bill? And he, he didn't really want to do it, but uh, everybody, was all his friends were there going, come on, Dennis, let's do this. So someone wrote the letter for him, Dennis edited it, and the next day it was delivered to Bill Clinton. A week later, Bill Dennis gets a call and says, "Hi, this is Bill Clinton. Uh, I'm your childhood. You're my childhood hero, Dennis Weaver. We, I want to meet you and connect. What can I do for you?" Long story uh, short, Dennis ended up going to the Washington D.C. meeting Bill and Hillary and the energy czars. They had an energy conference and taking his business to a whole new level. Now, why did that happen? And can anybody do this? Of course. He just put together a group of people on a call that loved him, cared about him. How many of us ever really asked for help oh, in my, my, my that, campaign? That comes up a lot in interviews that I do about asking for help. We're afraid to ask. We're afraid because we're afraid that we're too weak, you know, that we should be stronger, that we shouldn't have to ask. Yeah, and, and our look good stuff comes up. Gosh, I'm vulnerable. Yeah. How can I, you know, unless we are vulnerable... <laughs> Nothing's going to happen. We have to get uncomfortable, as we talked in the earlier segment, and become vulnerable and ask people for what we need. I wrote a book called Ask and You Will Succeed. It's all about the questions that we need to not only ask ourselves, but ask others so that we create wealth in our life. All right. Well, let's touch on, in the minutes we have left, let's talk about the meditation piece because you said stilling the mind is just so quiet. Stilling the mind is so important. Um, again, we talked earlier about the superconscious mind, the soul. Uh, if, if a person is not, has not learned how to tap into their own intuition, their own wisdom, inner wisdom, then the choices that they're making are probably off kilter. Intuition is 100% right. Wouldn't you like to, to have 100% of your choices be the correct choice for you? If you did, imagine what your life would be like. The only way that we get that is, is we learn to meditate, to quiet and still the monkey mind that's going on all the time, to became, become the observer of the mind that's going around. Carl Jung called it the collective unconscious. We can always tap into our thoughts. They're always going around. There's thoughts everywhere where our minds are like a radio re- receiver and transmitter. We receive everybody's thoughts unless you learn how to, how to regulate the door of your thoughts, the door of your mind. In other words, just envision yourself having a door that you open and shut. Most people's door is wide open. They let anything come into their mind. And what we want to do in meditation is be able to stand back, become the observer, and start closing that door until we can start to hear the voice of the soul. So it's very body, mind, spirit. I mean, this is all about body, mind, spirit. It's not just taking action. It's not just taking action. It's all body, mind, spirit. It's, it's really creating a lifestyle of, of how you choose to live. I mean, for me personally, Patricia, I wake up in the morning. First thing I do is I meditate. I do something for my for my spiritual life. The next thing I do is something for my body. I'll eat something healthy and, and nourishing. 
uh, for the body, then I'll go exercise a little bit and take care of the body. Then the mind comes in, and that's where the book Asking You Will Succeed comes in because most of us don't understand that the answer to the question, uh, the answer is in the question that we ask. So if we ask, why do I feel lousy, you will always get the answer. If you ask like Einstein did, but will, what would it be like to write a light beam of light, and you keep in that question, you will always get the answer. So we do something for our mind. We ask questions. What will I accomplish today? Yeah, I have to read this because I think it's fabulous. So I just want to read, I'm just going to read some of these. The morning questions in your appendix. If I had one month to live, what would I choose to do, and what am I about to do today? What will I accomplish that will make me successful? What incredible memories do I want to create? This is all about today. What have I been thinking that's created my life the way it is? What am I committed to? And it just goes on and on. How can I make a difference in someone's life? What are the healthiest foods I can put into my body? What am I grateful for? And then there are questions in the evening. What did I accomplish? What have I, grow- what have I done to grow today? What-, what meant most to me today? What good habit did I strengthen today? I mean, it really... It's it's outstanding, and I mean, these are the questions that you have written, the people ask in the morning and in the evening. And those are the questions that will focus our mind in the direction of our dreams and help us to live an incredible life. Mm. And do you ask yourself those questions in the morning and the night? I ask them every single morning and every single night. Mm-hmm. I'm asking myself to keep me on focus and, and manifesting what I want uh, on a daily basis. I'm asking myself in the evening what worked, what didn't work, and what can I do to improve upon it today. Um, I'm, uh, so introspection is a, a key component to my life, and hopefully after listening to this program is a key component, will be a key component to your life. Absolutely. Where do you find, Ken, that people, and I don't want to use the word mistake, but where do people get off track the most? Is it that they don't follow through? Is it that they have low self-esteem? Is it that they really don't believe that they can do it? What is it? You know, it's a combination of those things, but I think what it is is that they, they are actually disconnected to themselves. I know when I first started on this path years ago, I was in therapy. I was in a place where my life really was not working in any area of my life, even though I was running a $100 million company at the time. And I thought I had, uh, I thought I had what I was supposed to have in life to make things work, but I was unhappy. And what happened for me is I heard an inner voice that said, you've got to feel the pain to make the change. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I didn't. Uh, I was in therapy, and I went to my therapist, and he's a wise man. I'd been in therapy for a year. I told him what I heard, and he said, I can't do anything else for you. Follow that voice. You need to follow the voice. Mm-hmm. And so I started to tap into that inner voice and that inner wisdom and asked, well, the first question I asked is, what is that voice? What, where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. And, you know, what is this all about? And as I walked out of that office, I was like, what do you mean you can't help me anymore? I, I, I couldn't believe it. But what I found is that if we take the time to go within ourselves, to really get clear that there is, there is a, a power within you that when you tap into it can solve all of your problems, And that power lies within not just some of us, it's within all of us. All we have to do is learn how to tap into it. And so is it one thing that stops us? I I think the one thing that stops us is um, it's this delusion that we we buy into that everything that's going on is real. 
And everything that's going on is just really a dream that we've created. And we can recreate that dream. We can recreate all of our dreams when we learn to tap into the power that lies within all of us. Beautiful. Thank you, Ken. Fabulous, really. Have to have you on the program again. Very inspirational. Let's tell people how they can get your book again. Great. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Patricia. And the book can be purchased at uh, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, uh, Borders, all the, all the stores nationwide. Or you can go to my site, AskSucceed.com. And when you go there, if you give us your email address, we'll also put you on our mailing list. And we give you a, a three audios that help you get started with this work and $97 uh, value for free just by going to AskSucceed.com. And there's also a video there, too. That's correct, yeah. Video. Okay, stay on the line, Ken. just want to tell folks my guest has been Ken Foster. Kenneth Foster, who's a successful entrepreneur and business coach, he's the founder of Premier Coaching and the CEO of Shared Vision Network, and he works with soulful entrepreneurs. His newest book is Ask and You Will Succeed, 1,001 Extraordinary Questions to Create Life-Changing Results and you can log on to AskSucceed.com. Folks, we've come to the close of Positive Living for today. We'll be with you next Monday with an all-new program. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Write to me, Patricia, at PatriciaRaskin.com, and I'd love to put you on my email list. Until next time, for Positive Living, I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay healthy and stay happy, and bye for now. Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's book, Pathfindings, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com. And tune in next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific for Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 